0: Lund coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away, whoopsie do! don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that, a pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way, bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around, corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Guess who's back, 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 back again Sammy's back, 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 tell a friend Guess who's back, 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 guess who's back The most wonderful time of the year We're not going to forget this one for a while It's been a long day, it's been a night we are dedicated to bringing you all the content that you need during this UMAC tournament week. Thanks so much for tuning in for yet another edition of Unlike Any Other. The UMAC, you know what it is, Ryan Mitchell and Wyatt Morrell. Wyatt, how are you doing on this opening night? Instant reaction from the quarterfinals of the UMAC tournament.
1: There's one thing I know, Ryan, it's that people that are coming here to listen to this don't want to know how I feel. They want us to get into the action, so without further ado, I say we just dive right into it, although there's hey, not a ton
0: to talk some about. People, some people care about how you're doing, all right? Hey, I
1: know you do. I appreciate that, but I mean, the, the rest of the listeners, I mean, let's be honest, they're not here to hear that, so let's let's just get into it is what I say, but the thing is, there's not a ton to talk about as far as the quarterfinals go. It was all the top seeds. So, I mean, not not any upsets, which, I mean, we didn't necessarily expect there to be upsets, but still, how often do you go through a tournament like this and not have any upsets like that in the first round? So I think that says a lot about how
0: top-heavy it's been all year in this league. Yeah, chalky. Uh, we didn't necessarily think there was going to be too much parity, though, Wyatt, from our predictions that we had in the last pot. I think we only got one pick raw in total. It's you picked the 5 over the 4 on the woman's side, and I took the 4, and we'll get to that in a moment. But otherwise, I mean... One through four is one out, and we'll uh, talk about the one game that was easily the most compelling on either side for tonight. But, hey, like you mentioned before, we just hope it sets up better matchups for the semifinal and finals. It's not all bad, folks, all right? Better things ahead. Enjoy the UMAC tournament for all it is, but it, it will get better Friday night. Now, these semifinals coming up on Friday
1: night, I'm expecting all of them to be great Great games. So it should be a lot of fun. I say that's where we start. Let's just break those down and we can kind of recap what happened in the quarterfinals from there. We can run through the scores, I suppose, first. That's probably not a bad idea, but uh, you, you want me to take it away quick and just go through them or... If you got him up, go ahead. I got fire. him up. On the women's side, North Central defeated Martin Luther 68-55 to in the 3-6 matchup. It was Northwestern over Crown 81-59 to in the 2-7 matchup. It was Morris over Superior in that 4-5 matchup, 64-47. to And then, of course, the top seeded Bethany Lutheran Vikings defeated Northland 105-53. So all the top seeds advance. Sets up a semifinals with Bethany as the one seed hosting the four seed Morris and then the Eagles hosting North Central inside the Erickson Center in that 2-3 matchup. We'll go through the men's scores once we dive there, but we're going to start ladies first, as we always do, and let's just get into these semis. I think for sure the Northwestern-North Central game is going to be very appealing, Ryan. This is going to be a third time, obviously, for—well, it'll be a third time for Bethany Morris as well, but with Northwestern-North Central— I think this one's really interesting because Northwestern swept the regular season, but if you ask North Central, they would probably argue that they played some of their worst games in those matchups in the regular season.
0: Yeah, and you know, they had some uneven performances throughout the season, to be fair. I mean, their record's still really good, and I won't get into all the non-conference stuff at this point, but... They like so many other teams. Wide are feeling good heading into the UMAC tournament, and then they'll be pleased with the result that they had tonight against Martin Luther. But the big number that what do I always look at first with North Central? What do we always look at first? Downtown U. Downtown U. Amen. We look at the three balls. All right. Thirty-seven of their sixty-three shot attempts tonight were from deep. Made just eight of them. Well, okay. You know, so the, the, the thirty-seven it, it, sounded <laughs> good until you said they only. Made I know. It. I know, and they won by 13, and they don't have to apologize for a double-digit win. I get that, but I'm still waiting for kind of that breakthrough. And maybe they're saying, hey, we're saving for on the road at Northwestern. I'm sure that's what you know, Coach Bruner and his staff are saying after tonight's performance. They didn't make any more than two three-balls in any quarter, and I get the game of basketball is more than the three-ball. Okay, Wyatt, here's the deal. On the road at Northwestern where the Eagles really handled them for the most part throughout the game at home, okay, at Northwestern, I should say, the last time they played, end of January. They're going to have to have at least a decent performance from deep if they're going to knock off Northwestern. Eagles are playing really, really good right now. We know the Rams have firepower, and honestly, throughout this season-wide, I've been waiting for it to all come together in a big UMAC game, okay, against somebody in the top half where everything's clicking for them offensively, where it just has not matched last season as far as what they've had in the big moments in conference play be, be a nice time to see it now that's for sure so what so what are you
1: saying a minimum of 10 to go down
0: um well no it's not it's it's more so a percentage i think than than just a number yeah i think they do i mean for the record need at least 10 plus but they got to hit you know they can't be below 30 i think they got to be 30 plus because sure they're going to get some other looks and they can do some things and get out and run but especially with the game plan Northwestern had against her last time they played and just knowing going in. When DeGiorgio gets it high post extended, they're not just going to let her get downhill one or two dribbles with the left hand and finish. They're going to try to make things difficult on her. She's going to get hers to a certain extent. She's going to rack up a lot of rebounds. But what the Eagles are concerned about, get back in transition. They know North Central wants to run, contest and get out on those three-point shooters And then just let your offense continue to do its thing. I know we're not really going to talk about Northwestern and Crown, but I've liked what I've seen from the Eagles' offense. I I
1: was going to give you an opportunity. Was there anything tonight from that game that you can tie into this one against North Central? I mean, if,
0: if you do want to, feel free to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, I would just say, like, the Eagles are getting deeper and deeper as far as their scoring goes, and it's not that everyone has to be hitting the same stride on the same night. Lexi Hagins officially like arrived. okay. I mean, she's just been so, so consistent for Northwestern in these last couple of weeks, 13 more off the bench for her tonight again, getting in double figures. and it's just high percentage looks throughout the night. I mean, we're not going to talk a lot about it because they just did whatever they wanted with Crown and they were 53 from the field and 53 from deep. But all that is to say is, if North Central doesn't seriously turn the dial and tick it up from three point land, I have a tough time why it's seeing Northwestern lose at home with the momentum that they'll have riding into this one. I think Coach Call's club is feeling pretty good. Don't get me wrong. They're not overlooking North Central. It's surviving advance time after all. You have to respect all your opponents and you have to get out to a good start again. Get the crowd into the game. Please show up, Northwestern fans. Tonight was a little underwhelming, but I get it. It's a Wednesday. It's midterms. Whatever. Hey, but, you know what, Ryan? If you're going to call out all
1: the other fans all year, you've got to call I out do. the Eagles fans as well.
0: Well, I, and it's a it's a precursor because they've shown up and shown out for the most part this year, but I'm just saying Friday you better be there, right? And better not be late arriving just for the men's game. Be there, 520, 525. Be there for the lineups for the women's game and make it an atmosphere. No Minnie versus Paul. Part three, it's tough. Why, you know in sports, it's tough to beat any team three times in one season. That's what North Central's saying. But yeah. honestly, if I'm Northwestern, I'm staying confident saying, you know what, why can't we? We didn't even play our best game the last time we played. We definitely didn't at North Central. That was a grind of a game. We're starting to put everything together. We're going to play even better than we did the last two times, and we still beat them the last two times. So that's what I'm saying if I'm Northwestern going in. Yeah, no, it is tough to beat a team three times. I mean, we did
1: it on the baseball diamond last year a few times. No big, no deal. big deal, anything. No like big that. deal. But anyway. You're just you're just shrugging right now. Hey, Whatever. look, I'm glad you brought up Emily DeGiorgio though, because to be honest, I think the matchup to key is her against Megan Roberts, quite honestly. You talk about downtown you all yeah. these threes and everything. What she's able to do down low could play a big role in this game. So whoever plays better there, I think has a big upper edge in this game. With Northwestern, like you said, there's some uncertainty that I have just from not being able to watch them as much this year, but I'm going to take your word for it. And just based on their box scores and what I've seen recently, they they, they have arrived. I mean, the, the streak that they've been on is just absolutely incredible. So it's really hard to pick against them on their home court with what they've been able to do as of late. But I do think that matchup of DiGiorgio and Roberts really does come into play. What was it? Lund had 19 tonight against Crown. I think she obviously has to step up. You mentioned all the freshmen, and that's great. But it is that leadership and the seniors and the upperclassmen that win you games here in the conference tournament. So I think it does come down to those two, even Pop getting involved. And for North Central, some of their upperclassmen as well that are going to have to lead the way. But, I mean, there's lots of experience in this rivalry. I mean... What more could you want? A semifinal? No. Like you absolutely. said, Mini against Paul. It, it, it doesn't get much better than this. Should be an unbelievable game. Unbelievable atmosphere there inside the Erickson Center. With all that being said, I think it's time to make a prediction on this one. And as I mentioned, I have a tough time going against Northwestern in this game with everything they've been able to put together. This team deserves not only an appearance in the conference championship, they deserve a conference championship, quite honestly, with everything that they've gone through the past couple of years, what they went through at the beginning of this year, some of the teams that they've put together on the floor. I'm not saying the North Central doesn't, but Northwestern, it kind of seems like this is their time to make a run at it. I would be a little surprised if they don't come through here on their home court. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'd say it's probably in a single-digit game. Could be even a scenario where North Central leads in the second half. But I think it comes down to what Giorgio can do inside. And if they can, like you said, maybe knock down 10 threes or so, they can hang in the
0: game. But Northwestern's got too much firepower. I'll take the Eagles in this one. You're playing hot and fast, wide, and we're past 11 o'clock on Wednesday evening. So bravo to you. You're getting me pumped up listening to that. You're getting me a little bit emotional thinking back to what this squad's gone to, through, like, and like and you I said. Have to bring it in, though, okay? There's still, <laughs> no, what I'm... is it
1: technically like? <laughs> 40 hours or something like that until tip-off, so... I
0: haven't even begun the countdown yet, but you know that I, you know that I <laughs> but will there, eventually. there will be one, yeah, exactly. There will be. I will uh, definitely begin it eventually. No, uh, abs- absolutely, to everything that you said, and we could get into a whole nother thing. And I will bring it up eventually. I think they deserve to have that moment where they host a championship, but that's a whole nother discussion that we won't get to right now. Uh, I'm going to go out, and maybe you can just say I'm drinking the Purple Kool-Aid too much, unless, especially, they go... At least 30, okay? I think it's got to be something like one out of every three, 33-plus from deep. I got the Eagles by double digits. I I just I like the matchup for them. I think they're playing, again, better than even what they did when they played them earlier this season. And maybe I'm reading too much into the performance against Martin Luther tonight for Martin Luther. Yeah, why? DeGiorgio isn't a question for me. But like I said, it's not the same as defending Hannah Geisfeld, but it's similar in a way. I don't think Northwestern is going to let her really go off for a huge game now she'll do her thing and I guess she gets somewhere from 12 14 16 maybe 18 but I don't see much more than that she could get near 10 rebounds those are valuable numbers okay but it's going to be in transition Conte finding Hagstrom or Seegers one of these shooters trying to get something going in the half court when the shot clock's winding on that's going to be the difference in this game and I just have a lot more confidence offensively with the miles that Northwestern has been Able to feed, if you will, uh, if you want to put it that way. Over these last couple of weeks, you can tell me I'm crazy, but I got Northwestern in double digits, pulling away to win this one comfortably down the stretch. It could be close for a while, though. I do expect it to be close for a while, but
1: Eagles uh, pull away late. Yeah, hey, I mean, I agree with you. I think Northwestern wins, so I'm not going to call you crazy. You're a little more confident than I am, which is fine. I just, I'm not going to discredit what North Central is capable of. You know, they have a yep. high ceiling.
0: That's the, key word. That's the keyword. That's the keyword is capable. Yep. And That's now the key we, we
1: haven't necessarily seen that. That doesn't mean we can't see it on Friday night, though. But yep. everything, everything considered, Northwestern on their home court with an opportunity to get to the UMAC championship, they're not going to want to let this one slip away. They've been very consistent it's all. What is it? Thirteen straight games now. So yep. got to yep. go with the Eagles on this one, though. At at their home court, get a rematch potentially with bethany uh, unless morris pulls out uh, i think the unthinkable and it's able to beat him and that's the next oh, one to talk about we're
0: almost there are, are we there are we there now we're there oh my gosh oh my gosh dude um wow um what what's going on here no i just man just just thinking if, if morris can just give them a run for their money oh you don't know how badly i want this game to at least at least be close man our guy coach grove Huge supporter of the pod, huge supporter of you and I, Wyatt. Really appreciate his well, support and, throughout the season. And, but I, much love sent to him. All right, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be straight up honest. I, I want them to win. All right, and like you say, Bethany Northwestern again would be a lot of fun. Don't get me you, wrong. You, you,
1: you want them to win. I feel like though, also for a few <laughs> selfish reasons of your own. Fine,
0: fine. Tell, tell me are selfish. Like I said before, I, we won't, we won't get into this whole thing because nobody cares. But like I said before, I, I think Northwestern deserves to you know get to a championship is just one thing they got to get their first wide okay let's be clear they've been so yep. close in our time there and then the last couple of seasons as well to get into that championship it's a whole lot different to host a game I understand that but they just beat Bethany that's what's fresh in my mind to get to host a championship for them would be huge but let's go back to the matchup Wyatt I'm gonna send it back to you Do you think Morris has any chance to keep this thing close? Because here's the deal. One last thing. We've seen teams down the stretch and through certain stretches this season, you can score on Bethany. They're especially going to give you some open looks from the outside. Pretty good rebounding team. They're going to limit your attempts. But they're so tough to stop on the other end. But if you can score and you can somehow figure out some things defensively like Northwestern did Friday night – capitalize on your opportunities you got a chance okay they're not great defensively i'm not saying they're easy to beat whatsoever but there's maybe just a couple of kinks in the armor wyatt from what we saw last weekend from bethany well first off
1: i am disgusted with superior well done, done with them <laughs> with that loss Second off, I owe an apology to Coach Grove, though, for picking against them. Like you said, he's been a great supporter of the pod. Yes. Fantastic. And we we love what they've been doing. So I apologize for picking against them. Should have just picked them in the first place. I don't know why I put my faith in Superior.
0: That's a lot of, you know, that's a stand-up move, though. That takes a lot of courage to apologize. So I'm applauding you for that.
1: It's needed. But anyways, getting back to your initial question, I felt necessary to say that off the top. I think they can keep it close. I don't think they're going to win this game, though. I am picking Bethany in this one. I thought Morris could give them a run for their money in the regular season, but in both those matchups, it felt like... I can't remember what the final score was in the second one, 75-63. It kind of felt like Bethany was in control. And it's one of those things where it's like, what is Morris going to do differently? How do they approach it? Do you think they take a page out of Northwestern's book and try to stop Hannah, and what is that exactly? What does that look like? And then there's the whole idea of how do you score as well, though, at a consistent pace, because tonight, keep in mind... They did only score 64, and I have a feeling you're going to need more than 64 to beat Bethany on the road in Mankato. So there's a lot of things that play into this. And at the end of the day, it's just really tough, again, to go against a team like Bethany on their home court. I'll say this. It seems like Bethany and Northwestern are on a collision course. It's kind of felt that way for a while now. Northwestern beating Bethany last week so that they both were 13-1 kind of added into it that these are the two best teams above the rest. And I just have a tough time seeing Morris getting in the way of that. But, again, love what they've been doing this year. They've had a great year. I think they can keep it close. At the end of the day, though, I think this is Bethany's game, and I would be a little surprised to see if they drop this one in Mankato.
0: Yeah, Wyatt, on, on slowing down Bethany, I agree with most of what you're saying there. It's going to be really difficult to stop them in the half court, and I don't necessarily see Morris having enough answers to do that. But there's a but, especially when you're an underdog. you got to come up with something. When I watch Northwestern at Morris, they had trouble at times, and we've seen it in some games throughout this season, Wyatt, where Coach Groves' club, especially in the second half of some contests, has turned the dial, and they use kind of a, you know, not a total press. They bait you near the half-court line is the best way I can put it, and delay a double being sent at you, and then they send it, and you don't have the option for your first or secondary outlet, if you will, when you get doubled, and it can be really tough near the half-court line they're going to have to force 15 plus turnovers to have a chance in this one that's the recipe get some extra possessions and try to make it a ball game of bethany's guards getting the ball down the floor into the half court versus your guards trying to get some hands on the basketball quate eagle chasing wolf they all got to be active defensively and try to make something happen That's the only recipe I really see for them to be able to keep this one close. And then they're going to have to have a great shooting performance from their three-point shooters. Coach Grove talked about earlier this season, especially in this game, Bethany's going to give you those three-point chances, Wyatt. Sandro's got to have a big game. Eagle chasing again, those two are going to have to put up some big performances.
1: See, and when I hear you say that, it just sounds like they almost have to play near a perfect game to win. That just doesn't seem attainable almost, though. That's so much to ask out of them.
0: You're right. I don't disagree with you. It's got to be close to perfect. Maybe not perfect, but you're right. It's going to have to be pretty doggone good on the road at Bethany to somehow steal that one. But hey, not that they've panicked before. I'm not saying that. Although if if you saw the end of the Northwestern game wide, especially in overtime where a couple times the ball just goes right through their hands and they lose it out of bounds. I mean, they got a little bit tight. Okay. If you can make it tight the last couple minutes, anything can happen, all right? Even though Bethany's a juggernaut, you would still favor them in any kind of moment with under five to go in the game, you know, a possession or two either way for one squad in front. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm going to take Bethany as well, okay? And I think more likely than not, it's by five plus points. I hope I'm wrong. On the record, Coach Grove, I'm pulling for you for Bethany. Supporters listening, I'm sorry. You can probably understand why I'm pulling for Morris and... So, but I, yeah, I, I think Bethany is going to win, and I'd have to agree with you. It feels like them and Northwestern are set for that rubber match on Sunday, quite potentially happening. Let's remember that Bethany
1: is more than Hannah at this point in the season. I mean, tonight I get it's Northland. She only played 22 minutes, only 17 and 10 compared to what we're used to seeing her get. How about Haley Meyer stepping up 25 points? That's got to be encouraging. She's big Friday, too. Yeah. Got to be yeah. encouraging for Coach Jones. So I think Bethany is more than just Hannah and what she's been able to do and I think they're starting to maybe see that as well. So it'll be interesting to see in the box score on Friday night what ends up happening there. And I think that'll tell us too a lot of how Morris decided to play that game defensively. But I know Coach Grove's gonna be working hard trying to come up with a game plan to slow down the Vikings. It'll be interesting to see if they can do it. I would agree I think it'll be more than five. You never know
0: though. That's why you play the game, right? Yeah. And hey the game. They, they got a shot wide. That's all you can ask for. You're gonna have mm-hmm. to knock down the top dog eventually. Yeah, it's a tall task, but guess what? Friday night semifinals, Coach Grove will sign up for that. He'll welcome the challenge, and best of luck to
1: him. Here's a statement that I truly believe in. It is a lot easier to upset a top team, whether it's one seed, two seed, whatever you want to call it, in the semis than it is the championship. Because in the semifinals, you might be able to catch them a little bit off guard. Yep. You're not catching them off guard in the championship. So quite Absolutely. honestly, it may have worked out a little bit better for Morris that they get the opportunity to play Bethany here. I mean, they'd more than likely have to go through, a, well, they will go through another great opponent if they win in Northwestern or North Central. But just to have this opportunity against Bethany and Mankato to have it in the semis, that, that gives them a little bit better of an edge rather than it being in the championship. I'll they will They They'll gladly
0: take that good problem, if you will, Wyatt, to worry about Northwestern or North Central. They got plenty of fish to fry Friday night in Mankato to handle them.
1: Absolutely. So with that being the case, we both have Bethany and Northwestern advancing. We'll see what happens after Friday night. We'll obviously be breaking it all down very, very late that night, but it'll be fun. We're (laughs) uh, looking forward to it and enjoying it, and uh, we're excited to have that problem. Because like you said, Ryan, I mean... Going by quick, where we're excited yeah. to be able to do this, and we're first we're world, it all in
0: first world problems. Absolutely, as like to say
1: what we're complaining about, yeah, no question. With that, I think we can move on to the men's side. Though, we'll just run through the scores quick here from the action tonight. We will start. The top-seeded Northwestern Eagles defeated Martin Luther one twelve to seventy-eight. R.I.P. to the night season. Uh, Bethany Superior in the four-five matchup. Oh, that ended up being eighty-seventy-eight. I turned it off when it was eighty to seventy-five. So I guess Superior must have hit a three at the buzzer. And then uh, then we had, let's see, it would have been Crown and Morris in the two-seven at eighty-two to sixty. And then you had North Central over Northland in the three-six ninety-three to sixty-five. It's it's late at night. I'm trying to remember what seeds all these teams were, there but anyways. Guys. All the top seeds advance again. There's there's just no upsets here, but that's okay. Because as we said, Ryan, these semifinal matches should be incredible. I mean, Northwestern and Bethany in the semifinals, that almost sounds too good to be true, all things considered. Yeah, it's pretty
0: good. Especially uh, it's going to be a week removed from a game that literally was decided in the final 10 seconds.
1: And I was worried we weren't going to get it. Superior was up on Bethany tonight by 11 at halftime. They led in the second half of this game. But, man, Brian Smith... I mean, a guy, again, I mean, we talk about him, Carroll, and Ulm being the three guys for player of the year. Last week, we talked more about Ulm and Carroll. This week, sure enough, those two have quiet games, and again, they didn't necessarily have to have big games because their team's rolled. But Brian Smith steps up when his team needs him. It was the Brian Smith show in the second half. I watched quite a bit of this game. He was getting to the rim. He was knocking down shots. He had 12 points in the first five minutes of the second half. Without him, they're not moving on to this matchup against Northwestern, the rematch, if you will, inside the Erickson Center on Friday night. So talk about stepping up in a big time. He came through and puts himself right back in that conversation of potentially being the best player in this conference. Huge win for the Vikings. They showed a lot of grit, and they finally closed a game out. Now, granted... I know you didn't get a chance to watch it, Ryan, but they closed the game out in part because Superior kind of crapped themselves a little bit as well in the closing. Because, I mean, Bethany didn't do a great job of closing this game out. They had a couple turnovers late. They didn't make a shot in the final three minutes. It was all at the free throw line, I believe. And outside of Superior really just throwing it away as well, that was the only reason they finished. So that's a major concern as well going into this Northwestern game is can they finish can they make their free throws? They missed some free throws late again tonight. I will say they shot the free throw very well, though. I mean, they only missed a couple, and they were the ones at the very end of the game. So outside of that, they did shoot the free throw well. But those are the kind of things you have to consider coming into this game against Northwestern. Ryan. You have to play those phases of the game very well. And if you get a chance to close it out, you have to be able to close the game out. And that's where I just have so many question marks for Bethany is, can they close it out?
0: Yeah, all, all great points, Wyatt. I mean, huge for Brian to bounce back, though, after, you know, specifically fresh on my mind is the performance against Northwestern from last Friday that did not go the way that he wanted to with how hot Bethany was coming in, how hot he was. Perfect 8-8 eight eight from the line. That's massive for him. And then clearly he was a factor defensively as well with five steals and then get others involved with six assists. That's what you s- expect, Wyatt. He on was this a kind of a stage, exactly. That's a great way to put it. You expect that from him, and I'm sure Coach Garvin is very pleased with that. But honestly, why I'm scratching my head. All right, looking at this box score, and I'm sure Coach Polkowski is doing the same thing right now, as his, you know, head is sunken into his palm, and he's somehow trying to understand this We're hard copy box score. Probably on that long trip back right now. Yeah, it's got to be a long bus ride. I think there's a lot of, you know depressing looks as there's empty pizza boxes rolling around the bus right now as they, <laughs> as they head back to campus but uh, uh you know they shoot the lights out 60 in the opening half on the road like you said they're up double digits going into the locker room they end the game still 53 from the field and 55 from deep yeah 15 turnovers that's gonna hurt but bethany still coughed it up 10 times like you mentioned i mean they got to could have got to the line more i mean i'll stop you know box score searching here because it's Pointless when you know you saw a lot of the game so clearly. you know yeah. Listen to what Wyatt said when he actually saw it with his two eyes. But this is one that they're going to look back on Wyatt and say, "Wow, if you would have told us going in to Mankato, we questioned could they or I question, I know could they win a game where Bethany puts up a big offensive performance at home? Really, this isn't a big offensive performance for Bethany at home for some of the numbers we've seen. But Superior shooting that well and putting up 78, they'd like their chances defensively. So that's a tough pill for them to swallow and kind of surmises their season that's just been an up and down roller coaster throughout the year but as i'm rambling on and on and on white what's the biggest tell from this game to change maybe your perception if it changes at all if you will for bethany heading into that matchup at northwestern friday night it's the same deal that they got on the woman's side for the team playing northwestern north central lost to them both times in the regular season Bethany lost to Northwestern both times in the regular season. But again, it's hard to beat the same team three times in any sport in one season. And you can bet the Vikings are saying the same thing that the Rams are on the women's side. So what, what was the question, though, as far as perception? Your, yeah, after tonight's performance, does anything for you change about how you view Bethany? Yeah, I'm almost a little less confident, quite honestly. Really? Yeah, miss, no, I get that.
1: M- miss, Mr. Kyrie Mayfield. Love your game. Love you're doing. Did he, did he have going. the spec
0: did he have the specs on again? Did oh, he love the, yeah, the, the specs yes. on? I hope he's recovering. Love the healing. luck. Love I, the I do love the
1: luck. <laughs> but when the game is winding down in the final minutes, this man has got to get a hold of it a little bit and just calm down. He's got one speed. And it's yeah. quick, quick, quick. And it was costly at times tonight. He turned it over a couple times late it's just like, you just got to calm down. That's where I'd rather see Smith with the ball in his hands. I don't know if that goes back to that loose style or not, but Mayfield can be so effective at times and one of the best players on the court. And then at times he does that late in games. And that's where I just have serious questions. So that to me stood out again tonight. I've seen this so many times with Bethany, not just over the years, but in this season alone. And it's like, can they resurrect that before the game against Northwestern? And the other big thing that comes into this, this is more about just Bethany and what they did tonight and what happened in the last two matchups. Kyle Kamink is back, Ryan. You got to watch was, him tonight. And you to read me, my mind. That's probably the biggest storyline going To me, into this, this game. is everything with Northwestern. They roll Martin Luther, and I know you're going to talk about how many points Noah Alm had, and he was a non-factor <laughs> tonight. But Kyle Kamink back in that lineup and rotation adds a whole new element for Northwestern and something Bethany has not seen this year. So I am much less confident in Bethany going into this game. And for that reason, I am going to take Northwestern on their home court to win this game. The whole reason of picking Bethany in the regular season kind of came down to felt like, you know, Northwestern's always capable of losing a game or two there. Crown was the ones that ended up getting them this year. But bottom line is the conference runs through Northwestern. This conference tournament runs through Northwestern. They're the ones that have had consistent success over the years. Kyle, back in that lineup, they're at full strength. What's not to love about the Eagles at this time of the year? I'm taking Northwestern in this game on their home court. They're destined to keep it rolling here. And based on what I've seen from Bethany in the regular season and tonight against Superior, even if they're in a situation to close it out, nothing tells me that they will. Northwestern knows how to close out games and win close ones. Everything points to an Eagles win here.
0: Oh, how the turntables, man. Wyatt just quitting on his Vikings all of a sudden. I mean, hey, let the record show.
1: Let the record show. My plan was always <laughs> to take Northwestern in the conference tournament. It was the regular season matchups that I would, was comfortable taking Bethany. But outside of the one time, it would have been my freshman year, I believe, Ryan, when we were at Bethany and they were able what to beat a Northwestern. What oh, that, that was a heck of a game. I tell Do you, you remember what. that game?
0: Northwestern well, down 24, remember. pulled it within three with two minutes to go. We're losing our mind on the broad. That was, all, all that was a game. All due respect
1: to that Northwestern team, that was probably one of the weaker Northwestern teams that uh, yeah. they, they've and had they, since, uh, since I've been watching. And North they team. still almost pulled it off.
0: I agree with you. And
1: that's why I just mean it's so tough to beat Northwestern in the UMAC. and. Okay, so, so now I lost my train of thought. Where was I going with this? Well, so, I,
0: I just I just took a jab at you and said, Oh, how the turntables were you oh, all yes. of a sudden Yeah. I, I was just saying
1: it's just so hard to beat Northwestern in the conference tournament and you saw what it took for Bethany to do it back then. I mean, it was one of the weaker Northwestern teams, one of the better Bethany Lutheran teams. It was on their home court and it was still a close game. So now you go into the Erickson Center with an Eagles team that is we're not really sure how good they are, quite honestly, because they haven't had Kyle all year, basically in conference play. So we don't really know what this team's ceiling is. Versus Bethany, who, for whatever reason, continues to show that they struggle closing out games at time. I got to take the Eagles in this one. Like I said, everything points to them winning this game.
0: Yeah, you know what? If Kyle, you know, was only at eighty-five or ninety percent tonight coming back, because he hasn't played since. That matchup against Crown back on February the fifth, where he just didn't look right at all, you know, in the second half of that game, and his ankle was really giving him problems. He wasn't anywhere close to a hundred percent, from what I've heard. But anyway, all that is to be said. If he was only eighty-five or ninety percent tonight, oof, I, I'd be scared to see him at a hundred percent because. When he's coming back, okay, he didn't start tonight against Martin Luther. He came off the bench. But in limited minutes, dropping 21, 7 of 11 from the field, 4 of 6 from deep. I was kind of questioning, okay, is he going to even try to get in the lane very much? If there's a wide open driving lane, sure, he'll take it. But is he going to seek out contact? Is he going to go to that patented spin move? Or is he just going to kind of run up and down the floor, get the legs back underneath him, shoot a couple open jump shots? We're not going to look too much further into the Martin Luther matchup. I get that. But he looked good tonight. He looked real good tonight. You can see why the Eagles were sitting him out the last chunk of games because there was no reason to risk it. And what did we talk about, Wyatt, going into the last matchup where we didn't know if he was going to play or not? We know the offensive talent he has. It's another guy the Eagles can go to, especially when things could get dry potentially like they did against Bethany last Friday where the shot clock's running down and literally they're looking around and saying, if it ain't Noah – who are we going to give the ball to to do something? Kyle's a huge answer for that. But even more than that, if we see the Bethany that they're capable of offensively to throw him out on uh, Brian, I mean, if he's close to 100%, that'd be a test. But trying to contain him downhill or screen and roll action, even trying to defend Nielsen rolling to the rim if, you know, they get a switch and lays off him or whatever the deal may be, he can guard any dude on the floor. When he's healthy, he's one of the best defenders in the conference, and it is shown in the past, and that is huge for a matchup against a Bethany squad and even a crown potentially if the Eagles see them on Sunday. And I'm just thinking about a healthy Kyle being another guy to throw at Cade Carroll as he tries to get downhill. Not that we're talking about that matchup yet, but just another guy, okay? As if the Eagles didn't have enough firepower already. You don't take anything away from the last two performances they had against martin luther of serious significance okay and if you watch the games you'll say well they were great it sure it's confidence okay i get it like you said Wyatt, you know i don't know if you actually said this but you know congrats martin luther put put words into my mouth I guess. sorry you you said r.i.p and i wasn't going to repeat that so i remember what you said about martin luther but you know they improved down the stretch you know they were playing better basketball but they ran into a juggernaut okay plain and simple you know have fun this offseason and bring it back next year. That's that's all I gotta say. On whoa, the whoa, whoa, you don't have fun in the offseason, Ryan. You get better in the offseason. Well, yeah, but I know they're losing some guys too, so I don't know what it's gonna look like next year. Is basically what I'm saying. They ran into a buzz We'll just leave it at that. Okay. Here's the deal, Wyatt. Here's the deal. I would be pretty surprised if Northwestern played close to the level that they played last friday against bethany where you said it was a c level i I could even say it was a c minus and for stretches it was you know not good okay especially offensively where they had nothing we both think northwestern's gonna raise their level now the question is can bethany yeah they can it's it's a similar conversation why honestly that we had with northwestern versus north central on the woman's side the word the c word that you use Capable, They're capable of this. I think we've seen it more from stretches this year from Bethany on the men's side, the North Central on the women's side, not that we're comparing those two. But a lot of things got to come together, like you said. And so, yes, I'm taking Northwestern as well, and I'm going to take them by uh, 7, 8-plus. And if you want to twist my arm wide, fine, you're twisting it. All right, fine, I'll do it. Uh, double digits. Wow. Two double-digit wins from the Eagles, semifinal Friday night inside the Erickson Center. It's going to be a good night for Northwestern. Again, tell me I'm drinking the purple Kool-Aid, tell me I'm hyping up, up way too much, tell me I'm a homer. Fine. We'll see what happens, yeah. okay?
1: I'm not seeing this one being a double-digit game necessarily. I, I could even see Bethany leading in this game in the second half like they always seem to find themselves when they're in the Erickson Center. But Northwestern's going to win the game. I mean, we've seen this story time and time again. I mean, they're they're the team that always finds a way to win these games. So I, I just have a tough time going against them. But don't get me wrong, I would not be shocked if Bethany has a lead in this game and does have an opportunity to pull off the upset. I just think I think in a semifinal in a spot like this, Bethany knows what's at stake and everything that goes into a game like this. It's too big of a moment for this to be a blowout.
0: I, I don't but see it that way. We talked all that time about Kyle, and I think I forgot to mention why let's just remind people, he hasn't played against Bethany this year. The Eagles have beat him twice. Yes, both close games, but he hasn't even played against him yet. And so that's going to be the big barometer early in this one, is how much of a difference does his presence make? Because I, I think he's probably going to start. I don't know that. I have no information to believe. No, like he came off the bench. Okay. He did all that in limited time off the bench. And they were obviously keeping an eye on him. I don't know if he was on a minute's limit or you know what the deal was, but He said after the game even, I'm excited to play those dudes. I've been watching twice. I can't wait to finally play those guys. So I'm expecting to see him get some looks early, and then we'll see what happens from there. But but that's the big storyline. In the first five minutes of this game, number 10 in white, what can he do against Bethany in the early going? Because, you know, it's just going to be a question of, I think it's going to look a lot different than it did last Friday. And from what you're saying, Wyatt, if Bethany's up, in the second half, it's, it's going to be a not-pretty shooting performance for Northwestern. That's the only way I can see it. And they shot great the last two games, but again, not to keep going back to Martin Luther. But how much stock can we put in those games? That's what I'm saying. Sure. If we're being a realist and you follow this conference, you understand what I'm saying. All right, yep, nope,
1: understandable. We both got Northwestern moving on there, but uh should be, should be interesting to see what happens. It's always good games, though, when those two teams' meet. Yes. I mean, I'm sure we're expecting, well, at least I'm expecting It'll be fun. a good game. You're, you're expecting it to be fun, I guess. I think and,
0: they push them for 30-plus minutes, 32-plus minutes, 33-and-a-half, 34-plus minutes, but down the stretch, I think Northwestern finds of, a way to... <laughs> a lot of
1: minutes in there, Ryan. Which one is it,
0: 30, 31, 34? Basically, why I'm saying with seven and under... Maybe five, maybe four minutes left. Sure. Northwestern pulls away a little bit.
1: Sounds good. The other one's just as intriguing, to me at least. North Central yes, is arguably yep. the hottest team in the conference right now. They're taking on a crown team that, quite honestly, came out of nowhere this season. I mean, we we thought they were going to be a wild card. I don't think we ever envisioned them being this good. They beat Morris tonight. North Central took care of Northland. Both not even really close games. Here's what sticks out to me about Crown, though, is tonight – They had three different guys lead the way that we're not even used to really talking about that much. First off, my boy from Elk River, Parker, or not. Oh, see, I called him Parker. Yeah, He's going to kill me for that. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) I can can give him a little jab there. He's a Baylor fan, and they beat Gonzaga last year. So I guess this is my way of getting back at him. But anyways, Carter Bainey, he had 13 tonight, I think. And then you had uh, Testerman had 16, I want to say. And then it was our uh, guy that we've actually uh, had a chance to talk to before uh, he sent us some info and whatnot. He actually was on Northwestern's team at the start of this year. How about this storyline? He's now playing for Crown. I forget how to pronounce his last name. Is it Masik or or, Masik? What what are we going with? Masik? I mean, I've called them all three. Masik. (laughs) Called them all three throughout his career at Northwestern. But how about that storyline? Just the fact that he's at Crown now. And he's going to be playing potentially against Northwestern, let's say, if they beat Bethany and Crown beats North Central in a conference championship. Crazy. That'll be fun. Who'd have thought?
0: That's all I'm going to say.
1: I mean, who would have thought? But my point in all of this is this, Ryan. Can those guys step up again on Friday, take a little bit of pressure off of Cade Carroll and Jacob Van Dam, and if they can do so, what's to say Crown can't hit another level and potentially not even just win on
0: Friday, but win on Sunday as well? Well, yeah, you know they're saying that. If they get to Sunday and, oh, we got to go at Northwestern, and I understand the circumstances are different, but it will still only be, hey, three weeks removed from when they dusted them. It was never a doubt in the Erickson Center. I mean, this wasn't in November, Wyatt. It was still in February, and so that's what they're saying. And I'd be shocked, okay, talking about this semifinal on Friday night, if Van Damme and Carroll only combined for 19 again. And it's not like they didn't get their shots up, Wyatt. They combined to shoot it 21 times, and so... If you told Coach Herbert and his staff going into this game against Morris, yeah, eh, Cade's going to go two for ten from the field, and he's not going to be in double figures, and he won't hit a triple. You're saying, oh, okay, well, um, some other guys are going to have to step up. Otherwise, we may be sweating a little bit, and I may be a little nervous down the stretch at the whack. Well, they they weren't because, like you said, they had some huge contributions off the bench and then test in with a big ten, and Ladd, who doesn't always get... A lot of scoring, more of a distributor with a big nine. So, yeah, I mean, why I'm more concerned about what happened a couple weeks ago in North Central's gym where Crown punched him in the mouth early and just rode in the fast lane to a victory. North Central now has got to go on the road. You remember what happened in that one, right? The last time I asked you this, you did not know. I'm going to put you on the spot again. North Central at Crown in December. Do you remember the end of that game? No. Come on. <laughs> Wait, which game? Here's a hint. He plays for the Clippers, but he hasn't been playing a lot recently with the injury he's had. That's your hint. You're going to have to restart. That every type game. of a shot. Kawhi.
1: There's hey, your Kawhi, hint. Kawhi. Well, see. For some reason, I was thinking, wasn't Amir coffee with... Uh... <laughs> With the Clippers yeah, or something. He's been getting a
0: lot of playtime with the injuries. Shout out, Mr. Coffee.
1: Hey, and I was thinking of his shot for some reason at the Target Center. I don't know why that came to mind, but when you said Clippers, I was thinking of Mere Coffee, Minnesota native. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's the Kawhi shot. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, now I know what you're talking about. The Van Damme shot. You know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. That's now what I happened, remember. okay? okay that's, so see, that was like an eternity
0: ago. That was December, cool. but that's the site of the crime. They're returning to the site of the crime the Friday crime. night inside <laughs> of the whack, okay? That's what they're calling it, I heard. That's how they're promoting it. We return to the site of the crime. Hey, I am all for that, actually. I mean, We're Van Damme Digger. Yes, hey, Crown players, North yeah, Central absolutely. players, you can use that both directions, all right? Returning to the site of the crime Friday night. Okay, there you go. Cade um, in that one. Well, not in that one. The last he time they still played hadn't White. hadn't really arrived, by the no, way, at that time. I'm actually looking at the matchup, I'm sorry, at Clark Danielson back on February the 4th. That was when he was on his absurd streak, the day before they took down Northwestern. They were on the top of the world, but that's the most recent matchup, okay? And so if you're North Central, they're trying to figure out the same thing that Northwestern may have to figure out going into Sunday if Crown advances. Again, that's a big if. I'm not saying this game is a cakewalk for Crown by any stretch of the imagination. How do you slow down Cade, though, White? Okay, he ate him up for twenty-eight points, twelve of seventeen from the field, and got whatever he want, well, much like he did I mean, against Northwestern.
1: What do you have against Morris tonight? It was only like eight, right? Nine. Yeah. Nine. So I understand they scored eighty-two, but that's where the other guys come into play, and they all stepped up. So it's like, yep. Maybe take a look at what Morris tried to do and see if you can yeah. limit him, and then watch live the film with yeah. the other guys beating you. I mean, you have a day here to prepare, so yeah, I'd definitely take a look at the
0: film oh. and see what you can do. If Coach DeWitt and his staff Wyatt, right now could sign up for we're going to hold Cade Carroll to double digits. I mean, in the middle of the night, they will go sprinting to the bank to cash that thing in, and they don't care how far they have to go. I mean, they will do whatever they can if you're telling them that the other guys, quote-unquote, for crown, are going to have to beat you. again. That,
1: that's kind of what it comes down to, though, doesn't it? I mean, you don't want yeah. Cade Carroll being the one that beats you, or Van Damme but, for that matter.
0: But for so many of these guys, Wyatt, and especially at this stretch in the season, it's so much easier said than done. And again, we didn't get to watch the Crown-Morris game. I don't know what happened. I'm going to have to talk to my sources, and there was no chance I was going to talk to them before this pod. But from Crown, to just figure out what was the deal with that tonight. I mean, they don't have to apologize, obviously, for winning convincingly without those guys. But that's mission number one. That's obviously bullet at the top of the scouting report. But guess what you're saying, Wyatt, if you're North Central? Just like... We got to worry about Cade Carroll. Guess who Crown's got to worry about? Yeah, I didn't even. The look bad at, man from Sacktown. Town. Okay, Mike Cepile. Score. What did he do tonight? He did the stuff again. Okay, oh, he he's, did been the doing, stuff. he's been doing. He's been doing the stuff for a good stretch now, just like wow. you would expect. All right. 25. I mean, how much ma- I was gonna say if you hadn't got it up yet. No, I, I pulled
1: it up as soon as I was thinking about that. Three triples, nine for sixteen from the field, twenty-five. So I mean, it's an efficient twenty-five as well he's he's on fire i mean he might be the
0: hottest player in the conference right now why i know you're probably going to say no but i got to ask you anyway does this game come down to who scores more, mono y Mano, Filer versus Carroll? What Basketball's do you, what, not that what do you, simple. What but... do you? Yeah, I mean, what do you think? I, mean, I don't I mean, know. Maybe you could play into it and say, you know what? I think big players make big shots and big time moments and big time games hey, at the end of the game. And I'm upset actually now
1: that you bring that up because I was going to use that line when I was talking about Brian Smith earlier, and I totally spaced up. and forgot. I was going to say big time players make big time plays and big time games. So I'm I'm kind of myself a, now, but anyways, you'll have another chance. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't come down to that entirely. I, that plays a role in it. I mean. You got to be led by your star player, by all means, but at the same time, Crown, like you said, is looking at it that way and saying, "Can we make the other guys beat us?" What about your guy and uh, Seth Fuque? I mean, is he gonna is he gonna step up, answer the call in this game, finally, Ryan? Don't forget about Cam Thomas; he's my guy too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cam Thomas. Hey, but that's the thing. I mean, they got Thompson, Thomas. I mean, they've got a lot of guys. They're Castro. It's like there's other Fou- guys
0: that can help. Fuque had a cool twelve off the bench tonight. Coming Thomas, the Thomas at eight and five. He has he has been. They got their five. They're rolling with. Like I told you, it's now since Filers inserted into the starting lineup. Castro's been consistent throughout the year. He's one of the more underrated players in this conference. And then they got Thomas Thompson and Holtman. Those are the five they're going to roll with. Fair enough. My point is this. Yep, I would say much more
1: comes down to the role players rather than the stars in this game, unless one of them just goes absolutely bonkers, which could which happen.
0: Both of them, Wyatt, have had a handful of performances this year where they've done that. So yes, we've seen it, it.
1: It, it could happen. I think in this big of a game, it's sure. a little unlikely. I, I think the teams know each other well enough at this point and have scouted each other well enough, and you get the day off before they play each other here. They're going to be well aware of what the other is trying to do. And I think it comes more so down to the role players, the X-Factors, if you will,
0: in deciding this game. Who is the one X-Factor for Crown and who's the one X-Factor for North Central, if you don't mind me asking?
1: For North Central, I think it's Fuquay.
0: I really do. Really? I, th- I think wow. he
1: needs to, I mean, and it's weird saying that because at the beginning of the year we would have said, you know, he doesn't count as an X-Factor, he's more of a star. But I think he needs to perform. I mean, we know what he's been able to do in the past, and with all the attention Filer's going to get, I get they have the other guys in the lineup that I mentioned before too. But no, I'm looking at him. I want to see at least 15 out of him in this game against Crown on Friday. As for Crown, how about Michael just Not only just scoring, but just distributing and running the show. I think he needs to have a big uh, game as well. And, and that's a guy we haven't even really mentioned until right now. You forget about him, but
0: he's a big part to what Crown is trying to do. I want to say he, a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you saw this too, but he's the all-time leader now in Crown program history in assists. So, I mean, that's what he's known for is being a distributor. But we've seen it for a couple games this season where his shot's falling. But, yeah, you just have a feeling, you know, Cade and Van Dam can't do it alone. You kind of expect them to show up in these games, though, and then you work from there. And for North Central, I said it before, I'll say it again. You expect big things from Filer because it's what he's done in the past, and then you move on from there. So, I mean, man, this is compelling. If we get another game winner, oof, that's fun. Whack bumping, all right? We talk up the whack yeah, all gonna year be, long. It's going to be bumping no we, matter we what. We talk it up all year long. They better deliver Friday night, all right? You got a spot in the semis. On your home floor, and they're host, they're hosting a semifinal game. I mean, who yes. would have, who would have thought that? That's big time for Crown. All right, get on down to Mac and before the game. Support that local business. All right, some great smoked meats there. Honestly, yes, Mac and down the road. Crown people know what I'm talking about. I get some pregame you know going what you're on. Talking about. Okay, well, this is an off mic discussion, but you know I went. You know I went to Crown for a year for PSEO, right? Yeah, I
1: feel like I forgot about that. But well, anyways. and I'm just
0: I, yeah, I'm I've been to St. Bonnie a number of times. Let's just put it that way. That's it. But who who do you got winning this game? I got Crown. I got Crown in a tight one. But like you've mentioned before, Wyatt, I've maligned North Central from time to time, and I think there's you know reasons for why we've asked for more from them. I like how they're playing recently, and especially games like tonight. It may look like nothing, but taking care of Northland the way they did, never letting them in, they're showing signs of maturity. The biggest question is I don't see them holding Carroll to under 20. I think it's a tough time for them to slow him down. Do They've they, had some difficulties defensively so far this season, and it's just going to be tough to slow him down so, enough. So do you think they need to hold them under 20 to win? That's a great question. Oof. If he scores like twenty two, twenty three, they can't be totally annoyed, you know. Like it's it's not great, and the the secondary players matter. But for him to not just ruin the game, if you will, if you want to put it that way, sure. Again, he had twenty eight last time, back on the fourth in Minneapolis. And I know you hate throwing out scores, so I'll do it for you. I'm gonna go crown finding a way, eighty one to seventy six and the whack explodes as they get ready to head back to roseville on sunday afternoon sunday afternoon that still doesn't make sense in my head it feels like I'm yeah that's you know i mean
1: <laughs> hey i just want to point something out actually now that we're on this topic Go ahead. You said we're gonna have the championship on Saturday. It's I know. I jinxed it. I jinxed it. and I it. said, you know what, Ryan? You never know. Thing things can change. I'll believe it when I see it. And now, sure enough, and here's the deal, Wyatt. Here we are. And it wasn't. Gonna, gonna it wasn't
0: COVID someday. related. It was nothing to do with COVID. Said, we. I never we said that COVID No, related. but I know. I just said. But who would have thought it was pushed back to snow? Actually, you know what? They pushed back the semis one day back in uh. 19, you remember that? When Northwestern was supposed to play Crown, speaking of, in that semifinal in the Erickson Center on the Wednesday night? Remember it got pushed yeah, you, back to your Thursday? Memory.
1: I tell you what, you've really you got to That go first on. half,
0: oh my gosh, Northwestern shot the freaking lights out. That was unbelievable. Oh, I
1: remember then, I was calling anyway. the game with uh, Mark, Marky Mark. I'm a remnant, yes. I'm and Sowers remnant. and I that, were next uh, to you
0: calling it on the stream. Yes. That was
1: an experience. But, yes. uh, anyways, yes. <laughs> all that being said, I'm going to have a wishy washy answer here. I'm going to take Crown to win because I really want Crown to win, but it does not shock me if North Central wins this game. Why do you want Crown to win? Just purely for the rematch? Well, one, they've been great supporters of the pod. Yeah. You know, I, I, I we've talked with Caden Van Dam obviously, and, you know, you got Carter Bainey who went to Elk River. So there's a lot of reasons why I want Crown. I hear you. Also, a championship matchup between Northwestern and Crown, to me, is the best possible outcome at this point. Feels like a big stage, yes. That would be incredible. So I really want to see that. So for all those reasons, I'm taking crown. I also would not you know, be totally shocked if crown wins either. I think it's really a toss-up. And with that home court advantage, you give them a slight edge. I'm not giving you a score prediction, though. I don't do score predictions. No, I hear you. It's not, it's not my thing. <laughs> I, if I were to set a line, though, for this ooh, game, ooh. I, I'm more into that. I'd probably set it at about three and a half crown. I'd say if this is on a neutral court, it's about as toss up as it gets. But
0: with that home court advantage, give them three and a half. And you're giving them the extra half more than the field goal because you think the whack is just going to be on fire. The scene of the crime revisited Friday night.
1: You know it. Yeah. There you go.
0: But no, I got crown in that one. So we both have
1: crown Northwestern and Bethany Northwestern in the championship. Chalk. We're
0: just chalk guys. We're not fun.
1: You know. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Ah. I just, I, I, I can't come back with anything for that. It's late at night. I That's how it worked back. out,
0: all right? We're not purposely just picking the top seeds. Let me be very we're, clear. We're my, thinking about my it. My
1: Division One March Madness bracket, it's not one seed, it's two seeds <laughs> all the way through. I mean, nobody, nobody, everybody likes an underdog. Let me just make it perfectly clear. But Murray
0: State, you got them going to at least the second weekend,
1: I hear. Hey, they play Belmont. Well, it's almost this morning now, technically, at this point tonight, I suppose. (laughs) And uh, that'll be really interesting to see what happens. With that being said, though, I think it's finally time to wrap this up. But that's what we got. Anything in closing, Ryan?
0: No, I mean, kind of, you know, just to reiterate what we said before, tonight was kind of underwhelming, to be honest. It's still the UMAC tournament, though. We're still obviously enjoying it. Please, folks, if you're on the fence about getting out to a gym or not, do it. All right, the experience of listening to this and following the conference and everything's going to be so much better if you actually just get beyond the point of teetering back and forth of, ah, do I want to? Do I want to go out to the WAC? Do I want to go out to the Erickson Center? Do I want to go out to the North Gym in Mankato? Do I want to actually see these games? Yes. The answer is yes. You won't regret it. All right, be a part of that atmosphere and then get back to us. And If you hated the experience, tell us, and then we'll talk to the right people to make sure that doesn't happen again. But just enjoy it, all right? Like I've told you, why it's going to be over before we know it. This is a grind. We're recording. It's almost midnight on Wednesday night. Boo-hoo for us. I know nobody cares. But at the same time, just enjoy these next couple days, all right? It's a lot of fun, and this is what we've been waiting for all year long. And that's all I have to say. I'll close by saying this. I do need to give a shout-out. We got an
1: email in the Gmail. I don't know if you saw this or not. Explain the whole crown thing. As far as I did, I responded to him. And yeah. it actually makes <laughs> ma- it did make sense. Yes. I also though I'm still having a tough time wrapping my head around it. But nonetheless, thank it's you. It's complicated. For, thank yes. you for reaching out though and taking that time and uh, appreciate you enjoying the pod. So thanks for that. Wanna Absolutely. give a shout out to that individual for doing that. Other than that, you know where to find us on Twitter, unlike any other the UMAC. You can also send us an email, UAO the at gmail.com. Ask us questions. I mean, that's what we're here for. We want to make it interactive. We're looking forward to the final stretch here, semifinals championship. Should be a lot of fun. Ryan, we'll be talking with you here on late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Can't and of wait. course, there's still that possibility. I'll just throw it out there. Rare oh. possibility. I could be putting oh. on a headset with you potentially on Sunday afternoon.
0: I'm not holding my breath, but uh, whatever happens, happens.
1: there's there's a chance and you know if there is i'm sure there will be a lot of people that are like well we got to tune in just to hear these two actually off of the podcast setting and
0: actually call a game together we'll we'll talk about that friday more but if that does happen i mean i would garner to say we're, we're even better in that setting you know that's just me I mean it you it's been a while since we've been on a call together, but it's like riding a bike, all right? Once you get down the block well, we, a little
1: bit. We may find we may find out if it's like riding a bike. <laughs> see see how long it takes. But nope, that is a possibility. We'll see what happens. We'll know here in a little while if that'll be taking place or not. But with that, Ryan, I'm good to sign off and uh, be talking with you soon here on the pod. Thanks for everyone for the support and listening. We're looking forward to the next couple of days. This has been another edition of the Unlike Any Other the UMAC podcast. And we'll be back with another one after the semifinals on late Friday night.